This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton. This is a Business Radio special presentation focusing on Black Friday. The preparations, the strategies, and the projections for its impact on the 2018 shopping season. Here are your hosts, Barbara Kahn and Dave Reebstein. Welcome. Welcome back to Business Radio's Black Friday special. I'm Barbara Kahn. I'm a professor of marketing here at the Wharton School. And here with me in the studio is another host, Professor Dave Reepstein. Yo. How you doing? <laughs> Dave Reepstein is also a host of, of our radio shows here, as is I, um, on Sirius XM 132. This is Business Radio, powered by the Wharton School on Sirius XM 132. And we are talking to retailers and people involved in retail about their Black Friday special. And our next guest is Jill Renslow, the Vice President of Business (laughs) Development. That's that's Renslow without a question mark at the end of it. It's Renslow. Renslow. (laughs) Jill. (laughs) She's the Vice President of Business Development and Marketing at the Mall of America. Hello, Jill. Hello, Barbara and Dave. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> so we were just talking about uh, the Mall of America, and I have been there, but Dave said he has not been there. So can you tell us why it is like the most interesting mall in the United States? Well, thank you for visiting us, Barbara and Dave. We'll definitely have to get you to the <laughs> yeah, mall. Yeah, we'll have to get him there. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, we are the largest in North America at 5.6 million square feet. So it's definitely an experience that shoppers and you know, people that just love entertainment definitely will enjoy. And we're located in Minnesota. And what's great is we don't have any sales tax on clothing and oh. shoes in Minnesota. So extra little bonus as you're doing your holiday shopping. Wait, but. wait, wait. You just said people who love entertainment. It's it's not an entertainment center, is it? It's a retail mall. So even though mall is in our name, we are definitely an entertainment destination. We have over a dozen attractions. And actually right in the center of Mall of America is a seven-acre theme park called Nickelodeon Universe. So people are riding roller coasters while others are shopping and dining and having a great time. Okay, Barbara, while you're doing the shopping, <laughs> I'm riding the roller coasters. You still have that Lego park there? We do. We have a Lego Imagination Center as well as Sea Life, which is a Merlin entertainment attraction, as well as many others. And there's a lot of... Um, attractions coming online with technology embedded like augmented reality and virtual reality. Oh, that's cool. A lot of fun, exciting things for everybody of the family. So um, is Black Friday a a big deal for Mall of America if it's an entertainment center? Or, I mean, is it different for you than it is for other retailers? Black Friday definitely is the official kickoff the holiday season. Even though we've been decorating for the month of November, (laughs) Black Friday kicks off. And actually, just a couple years ago, we decided to close on Thanksgiving. So this will be our third year in a row that our entire property is closed on Thanksgiving to give 13,000 people that day off with their family so we can put all the energy and focus on Black Friday. That's courageous. I mean, how do you have the courage uh, to really close and not take advantage of those sales So you don't on open day? Black Friday on Thursday at 5 like some of the other retailers we spoke to? We don't. You know, we got caught up in that creep that was taking place year after year, and it kept getting earlier and earlier, and we just got to the point where, like, you know what? This is a holiday that's important for families and friends to spend together, and let's refocus all of our energy on Black Friday, which has definitely rewarded us. We have over 200,000 people that celebrate Black Friday with us. And is it tourist, or is it mostly local, or who comes out for Black Friday? Oh, we have a great mix of shoppers. People are really coming out for the thrill of the hunt and the excitement for Black Friday. Um, we open our doors at 5 a.m., 
Last year, we had 2,500 people lined up to get into our doors. We do special giveaways and scratch off promotions and get people hyped up early in the morning. But um, it's something that um, is important for us as a company. It was a hard decision to make, but when you do the right thing. Um, Wait, let me just get this straight. This is how many people lined up at 5 a.m. in Minnesota? <laughs> in Minnesota. You're talking about Minnesota, that's right? What, that's what I was thinking about. It's got to be freezing up there. <laughs> They are dedicated shoppers and ready to get their holiday season kicked off. And we have great entertainment throughout the holidays and really bringing back the traditions and the experience of what the holidays are all about. You know, there's a lot of competition with online shopping. We're all super busy that this time of year. People go to convenience of going online. But what's important to us is to bring that magic back. And people love to come out and, you know, enjoy holiday movies and dinners together and to visit Santa, but also to be able to get those great deals that have actually started early this year. They keep getting earlier and early, which I love as a consumer. But, um, you know, it's important to package all those together to be able to deliver that experience during the summer. Do you season. know how many Santas there are at the Mall of America? <laughs> <laughs> that is a secret. Santa, um, but what's important is we have um, a Santa that's open to the public, but you can also make special appointments with Santa so that if you have a schedule that you want to fit in and you can get it on your calendar, we can actually um, Oh, he makes appointments, Santa. Appointment Santa. Santa. Yeah. That's great. So, <laughs> so you don't have that creep that goes into Thursday, but you leapfrog it and you go, you do Wednesday and Tuesday and Monday and because I hear you saying those sales are starting even before Black Friday. Oh, absolutely. Retailers are getting out early and they have those deals set, but there's always special deals that are held for Black Friday to drive that extra traffic. Um, it's an opportunity for people to just enjoy brick and mortar and to come out and have, um, you know, enjoy discounts for the holidays. So I'm really curious. I'm, 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 you, it's such a big deal for all the retailers that are within the mall. What do you do to try and coordinate across That's the retailers? That's what I was going to ask, too, yeah. It's not an easy task to coordinate <laughs> with 520 tenants. But, you know, what's important is communication, and it's early. We start talking about our holiday plans because truly the holidays are like a Super Bowl for the retail. So we have to start working on it early. We get the retailers engaged as much as possible. We meet with them in person. We meet with them through communication, through email, and through letters. And um, so it's important to get them on base with everything that we're going to be working on so we can share stories together and making sure that we're lock and step on those efforts to drive traffic. So how much of traditional mall is, I I have been to the Mall of America, but not for a long time. Um, So like in a typical mall you've got the anchor stores the department stores on one end and then specialty retail in the middle and i know we have a pretty large mall here the king of prussian mall and that has like different neighborhoods price neighborhoods almost there's the luxury section and this other section and um is that still going on in mall of america or have you rethought that whole old kind of blueprint for a mall Definitely the retail, the leasing strategy has evolved over time and traditional anchors, we still have a couple at our property of Nordstrom and Macy's and Sears, um, but as we evolve and specialty retail continues to develop, it's important for us to have um, a lot of agility in our leasing efforts and actually you're seeing a lot of clicks to bricks, a lot of the online brands coming to brick and mortar and the benefit that we have at Mall of America is having 40 million visitors a year. We have great visibility for these brands to test drive brick and mortar, do pop-up concepts um, or you know temporary type of structures and then they most often will go to a permanent lease because of the visibility that they have at MOA. Yeah, so- I'm really curious, you, you mentioned the clicks to bricks and I'm trying to think about how much has all the online shopping really affected Mall of America? Yeah, you know, we've definitely felt the transition over the years, but I think there's a certain level set that has taken place where people are shopping 
for specific goods and services online, but there's something important about brick and mortar. We still love to touch and feel those products. We actually have a really unique concept this holiday season called the GH Lab, and it's actually with Good Housekeeping and Amazon. So it's a shoppable showroom. We have over 45 different wow. brands that show. I just products. got to get my mind around that. Good Housekeeping and Amazon, those are the partners? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so it's a curated yeah. <laughs> collection of products from Good Housekeeping. So they've been tested in the Institute, so it's great. As consumers, we can touch and feel and experiment with the products. But you can only purchase them through the Amazon Smile Code. So you just can um, scan the codes and it goes straight into your Amazon shopping cart. Wow. So you don't have to lug the bags around as you're doing all your holiday shopping. It's a fantastic concept just for the holiday season at the mall. So that's a pop-up. That is a pop-up, yes. The hope is that we learn from this concept and are able to roll out additional iterations of this idea. So what percentage of your overall square foot is pop-up, temporary retail? Um, it varies throughout the year, and I start, we have a whole specialty leasing division so of that. Maybe about you know fifteen to twenty percent of our retail. Wow, that's quite but a bit. Continually evolves. It depends on how you're measuring it, um, number of stores versus square footage. But overall, the mall we're about seventy percent retail and about thirty percent entertainment, which includes dining attractions um, and other kind of the the extras as far as that we have here at the mall. So, I mean, I was thinking about that pop-up because that's like a reason to come. It's like if you know these new things, it's almost treasure hunting a little bit. If you don't know what new stores are going to be there, what kind of exciting exhibit is going to be there. Is that part of the strategy to think about it somewhat treasure hunting? Absolutely. The key to our success is changing and keeping fresh so we always have something new to deliver to our guests. They, you know, always finding whether it's we have two attached hotels. So you have the hotels attached with the attractions and the dining and the restaurants and the um, retail, so you can really package the experience. And every time you come, it's something different. Because we cater to both the locals that are in the Minneapolis-St. Paul market in the state of Minnesota, but also to tourists and even international guests. And so we always want to have something fresh and exciting for them to experience. So while you talk about two different hotels, it sort of gets me back to this question about coordinating the different businesses that are there, when maybe they're competing with each other also. So you've got to have, within the mall, there's a lot of stores that are directly competing against each other. And I'm sort of curious how you get them to be coordinated and, and sort of sharing information. You definitely see a coordinated effort with like retailers and clusters. You kind of mentioned that earlier as far as that there's, there's a strategy towards that. We actually have Apple and Microsoft are directly across each other on our South Avenue. Um, we have all the athleisure stores clustered together. Huh. We have a lot That's of beauty products together. We have a lot of our dining together. It makes it convenient for our shoppers, our visitors, because we are a big property. But if you, especially from a local perspective, if you know where to park and you can come in and you can shop, you know, a variety of different stores within the category that you're looking for, it makes the experience more intimate um, and it's been very powerful for us and have the exposure to other other brands and other shoppers that might like that category. Do, does that increase the price competition between those stores since uh, I'll be right back. I'm going to go across <laughs> the, uh, you know, the hall and see what the prices yeah. are there. Yeah, no, not necessarily. You're going to definitely see consistency in prices across brands and across different marketplaces. But we don't find that to be a concern at all. I would say probably on the on the ha on behalf of the shopper, they're more competitive as far as um, and reducing and having more sales and things like that. But um, it's pretty pretty aligned with what you're going to see in the marketplace. So, does the market uh, Mall of America have any kind of loyalty programs, or do you? Is there anything that you can log on to to be part of the mall versus part of any individual s store? 
Yeah, we have a lot of marketing efforts in place where we can market to you if you sign up for our different communication, but we're actually working on a mall-wide loyalty program currently that will roll out in 2019. It's, it's a little bit more of a challenge when you're talking about the property itself versus the individual brands within our, our um, shopping centers. So we're looking at that, and um, we've been seeing what's happening across the industry globally from a loyalty perspective. And there's really a unique challenge to deliver the right value to customers through loyalty when it comes to the property, and we need to have a lot of our brands support that effort. So it's not a small task. We're definitely no, uh, yeah, very it's... excited what we're rolling out for next year. So um, just in terms of like rolling out, you, t- you mentioned VR and AR. What's the, what's the excitement there? What are you doing in virtual reality and augmented reality? Yeah, well, there's some exciting things happening with our, some of our attractions. But actually, um, personally, for Mall of America, we have some exciting things rolling out for the holiday season. One, from the um, augmented reality experience, we actually have a lot of our decor elements for the holidays. We have these nostalgic toys that are photo ops, and they will actually uh-huh. come to life through an augmented reality tool that will be on through our mobile app and support the holiday season on your mobile phone. So you'll be able to capture really unique photos videos that you can share with your family and friends. Um, We also do a lot with um, artificial intelligence, and we have a command center, communication command center. So no matter how you connect with Mall of America, whether it's on social channels or on SMS or through email, we have a digital concierge that can help you navigate the property and help you with gift ideas or even make a restaurant reservation. And with that, we have um, artificial intelligence that helps us navigate through some more of the common questions and that we've also integrate that into a robot named Pepper. You oh, jeez. We love little Pepper. And by popular <laughs> demand, we're bringing her back to the holiday season. And we'll have a hologram elf that will help you with gift ideas. Wait, wait. I don't understand how that no, works. That's great. Yeah. That, I love it. I'm, I'm coming to the mall. How, what, how, where's the hologram? Where is it? It's in space? How does it, I don't get how a hologram works. Hologram, so it's actually, it'll be a dedicated holiday hub that we have at Mall of America where you can go and interact with an elf that's driven by hologram technology. And so you can ask her different ideas for, you know, people in your family that you need to get gifts for. It's directly connected to the content that we load into our holiday gift guide. So it's consistent with what you're going to see online through mobile and on social, but you can also interact with a hologram just to make it extra special fun and unique for this holiday. Barbara, I'm working with the IT group here to hologram me into the classrooms really? that we have in San Francisco. Yeah, true? seriously. Oh, wow. So I, but I think it's great going to the <laughs> wow. mall and seeing that. I, I think it's wonderful. You know, I'm, uh, Joe, I'm really curious. Um, how long have you been at Mall of America? I've been at the mall for 21 years. I okay. started at the organization as an intern and worked my way up to an executive. It's been a, an awesome adventure for my career path. I, I thought you had been there for uh, quite a time, and so I'm really curious. How has Black Friday, you probably have a better perspective than anyone else, how has Black Friday sort of changed for the mall over the 21 years that uh, that you've been there? Yeah, and I've been pretty much at every Black Friday since I've been there. And you know what? (laughs) The energy remains really high. People come out to Black Friday for a reason. They want to be part of the the hustle, the bustle, the excitement, um, and just the energy around the holiday music and the decorations and just the magic. And, And really, at Mall of America, I've just seen it strengthen over the years. And just for people to grasp that opportunity to spend that special time with family and friends and not to get caught up 
on electronics and doing all their shopping there. But it's just something special to be able to carry shopping bags and get the thrill of the hunt, get those special deals and to be able to know you're going to have a special holiday season. But, you know, to that idea of uh, these special things and you were talking about setting up exhibits where you can take pictures and things like that. Some of Black Friday is not just shopping. It's just kind of like being there, right? Being part of the excitement. And uh, so do you have like events or concerts or like in New York, I know in New York City, there's all these places where you can go into the store and it's really not about purchase. It is about taking pictures in these really cool environments and sending it on social media. And do you do that kind of stuff? Then it sounded like you do some of that, at least with the AR. Absolutely. We know that people love to capture those moments and share them with family and friends and show that, you know, they're part of this thing that's happening. So we actually, the very first 200 people that line up, and this is how we drive that early morning traffic, they get a gift card to Mall of America and anywhere from $10 to $500. Plus, Whoa. they get a scratch, a scratch off. And those scratch offs, they are over $200,000 worth of prizing behind that. It's everything from flat screen TVs to luxury handbags to apparel. There's a variety of different prizes in that pool. And so it really drives that excitement. And then beyond, those promotional elements is we do have live entertainment all day in our rotunda, which is our main event space, everything from local performers to national acts. And so that's all day on Friday. Plus we have holiday light shows in our theme park and Santa's there all day. Um, So there's just everywhere you turn, there's something new and exciting. There's just great entertainment and energy throughout the entire building. Jill, did you once tell me that it's, that you had it snowing inside the mall? (laughs) You know, because we don't have enough snow outside in Minnesota, right. we have to make it snow inside. Um, yes, we have. Um, we've made it snow in the rotunda at our light shows. But one very fun promotion we had a couple of years ago was called the Twizzard. We actually it was a Twitter activated blizzard where guests would use the hashtag Twizzard, and when they hit a certain threshold, we actually had a thermometer set up, and when it hit freezing, it would actually snow inside Mall of America. And so it was a ton of fun because people that weren't there and they were, you know, tapping in from around the country were wondering what this was. And our retailers got on board because they would buy against each other to try to figure out who could make it snow. And it was a ton of fun. And that was a great example, too, of how our, how our retailers come together and really make special things happen. So all this happens on Black Friday. What about the rest of the holiday season? I imagine it, it stuff keeps going on. Oh, most definitely. That's just the kickoff. Just gets us rolling. So pretty much every day we have festivities taking place, events, live music. We actually have a holiday music festival that celebrates our local community entertainment. So it's the first time throughout the whole year where school groups and churches and community bands and choirs can perform right in our main rotunda area. It's very special for them and their families. We have a ton of community relations activities and fundraising efforts. And um, we have the Clouds Choir, which is one of my favorites. It's in December where we have um, a group of people that come together to celebrate a young man that passed away from cancer years ago. We have 8,000 people that are anticipated to come this year. And he composed a song before he passed away, and it's to raise funds for kids with cancer. And it's very powerful, and it just really rings in the true meaning of the holidays. Oh, that's cool, because I have noticed when I've talked to a lot of marketers nowadays that the idea of doing good and doing something, giving back, is a very big part of brand. So it sounds like at the mall you have that same uh, philosophy. That, it's, it's important to customers, so yeah. they've got to be doing that. Yeah, so it, it, is. it really is plain real. Philanthropy is part of our DNA. It's so important from our ownership to every person that works at the mall, and we give back about $20,000 a day 
Um, we can't always write a check, but we can offer our um, our property for people to host events for fundraising and visibility. And so we are extremely tight with our community, and it's really important to us as a brand and as a company to give back. So, you know, Dave is saying you've been there for a while and some of the differences. You haven't noticed, like, lessening mall traffic over the years as a result of, at least in the holiday season, as a result of online marketing, or have you? We have not. At Mall of America, we continue to get stronger and stronger with our traffic and sales. We've had a stellar year this year. And, you know, it's when you put the foot on the gas, when things are getting rough, that's what's key. And it's important for our company to just keep striving ahead. And for 26 years now, we've been open, and it's always been about the experience and not just shopping. And that really helps us both through some of these tough times when retail is going through transitions. But, you know, when Doors are closing. We definitely have been impacted by some of those national closures and bankruptcies, but we've also opened over 25 new stores this year alone. And so we've, we're going into the holiday season with some strong numbers, and we're anticipating a really solid holiday season. Oh, that's always exciting to hear. Well, thank you, Jen. Jill Renslow, v- Vice President of Business Development and Marketing at the Mall of America, and I hope you have a very merry season this year. I'm sure it'll be great. Thanks a lot, Jill. You as well. Happy holidays. You're listening to Business Radio's Black Friday special on Sirius XM 132. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play.